good day and welcome back to another episode of zero to infinity where we discuss everything about entrepreneurship ranging from how to start your business grow your business and live a balanced life in between i remain your host dilian today in the studio we have a very special guest her name is zainab abubakar she's a personal coach for finance and today we are going to be discussing financial tips bookkeeping and accounting for individuals as well as for small startup businesses do well to stay to the end so you can get some free accounting applications you can use to ease your own financial journey let's dive in hi zainab hi dilly welcome to zero to infinity we're so happy to have you here today Oh, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So without wasting much time, for me, I know finance is a very delicate topic for people. It's something everybody um, wants. Like people want money, but they know very little of. So what prompted you to study finance? Okay, so, um, I, you know, really, right, a lot of people have this fear a lot of people grow up with this fear about numbers because of mathematics in secondary school or primary school. I don't even know. But I've always liked math, right? And then yeah. I, I, was also a very, I was also very loud. I was a talkative <laughs> when I was much <laughs> younger. So I was going to be a lawyer, <laughs> right? So when I was about to write jam. I noticed that the courses I was supposed to take were government, literature, and I'm like, no way. I hate literature and I hate English. I'm going to fail. I can't come and fail. My story. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I was like, no, like, it has to be calculation. Like, that's what I know I'll pass. And then sure. I had taken accounting just one time because the person taking food and nutrition, which was the subject I was supposed to take, was my house mistress, and she was very wicked. And I didn't want to take the subject. So I took accounting. So okay. when, I was, uh, when I was complaining really about uh, the subject I was supposed to take because I wanted to study law, then the accounting instructor was like, so why don't you take, why don't you study accounting? And I'm like, ha, accounting that I just did one term of, am I going to pass? He said, well, you did well, so you can try it out. And by the way, since you like numbers, then maybe that's something you should do. So that's how I actually went on to study accounting. Okay, and how was the journey like, the five-year or four-year journey for you? Okay, so it was four years. It was it was awesome, right? It was awesome because uh, I like problem solving. Like, I like things that will make me think. And uh, I also entered school with this notion that if I'm studying accounting, I'd have nothing to do with English. But that was the most foolish mistake and most stupid thoughts that I've ever thought in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> because even in accounting, like every semester, like for every yeah. topic, for every course topic that you take, you're writing a term paper. You're constantly doing research. And I was like, what? I thought all I was going to do was calculation, calculation, calculation. Right. But then um, studying accounting just made me realize and made me realize how life works, so to speak. 
right? Because it's a subject okay. that a lot of people don't pay attention to, right? It's something that True. tell people, oh, I studied accounting. They're like, hmm, nice. You like math? Me, I like math, though. Me, hmm. I cannot live. I cannot. Uh, uh, I cannot. How do they say this thing? How do they say this thing? Like, I cannot save my life with math. Something like that. Oh, okay. And then I'm like, I cannot do math to save myself. Exactly. I cannot do math to save myself. <laughs> and I'm like, well, accounting is not math. It's I'm not going. To, no one's going to ask you what is Pythagoras rule or yeah. like accounting is not math it's basic simple numbers is one plus one two plus two and then true having left school like having left school and doing a lot of research and doing all of the work that i've worked at the places that i've worked i've realized how a lot of people really 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 lose their businesses just because they're not managing their finances properly and when you see research about how, oh, 80% of businesses don't last uh, within the first five years, it's mostly about mismanagement of finances. Some people say uh, they lack money. But then you notice that even people who go on to venture capitalists and then have like millions or billions of dollars to start with, they still lose their businesses. I mean, they had the money, but then they just did not know how to use the money. And Mm -hmm. it's so crazy because money is something that we interact with on a daily basis. Basis. So it's like, why is it that it's such a hard thing, right? Because really, you just have two options. You either learn how to do your finances and grow on to be successful, or you don't learn it and you still keep spending and repeating the exact same mistakes that you've made. So seeing all of this... um, I just felt like, okay, okay, Zainab, you've always been saying you want to help people, you want to help people, you want to help people, but you don't understand how. And then I used to tell myself, hmm, I want to change the world with numbers. I just don't know how, but I'll figure it out. Well, and I, I'm just, I'm on my journey still. I'm not there yet, but. And it has been an amazing journey because I think you simplify everything on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I might have heard of something like bookkeeping and I'm like, okay, accountants keep the books. And then you come to tell me, you come to tell me, even as individuals, I need bookkeeping in my life. Uh-huh. Okay, so I want um, both entrepreneurs, business people, and also individuals and family people to pick up one or two things from this conversation. Uh-huh. So let's talk about bookkeeping since it's very important for people. Uh-huh. So what is one or two basic things people need to know about bookkeeping? And is there any like a mobile application? that it can use okay so uh, so bookkeeping is the fancy term for basically manage your records bookkeeping is the fancy term for uh you should know where your money is going to right you should know yeah. where your money comes from so uh, once people hear bookkeeping like it sounds complicated and then they start thinking financial statements but then it's not that right can you tell me exactly how much you've earned not just in your salary or not just from working with a particular client but even money that has come to you freely and easily or effortlessly even money that has come to you as gifts can you tell me how most of your money comes into your life and can you tell me how most of it goes right maybe a lot of people will actually be able to say how money comes 
But then how money goes, <laughs> it's a whole different story, right? Because it gives you like a spirit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you have a lot of people saying, ah, well, I'm making money, but then it's not enough. I need to make more. And I'm like, uh, how do you know you need to make more when you don't even know what you're making? How do you know you need to make more when you don't even know why it is that your money is not enough for you? Right? So that's what bookkeeping helps you to do. And it's not rocket science. Like I just said, it's just you telling me, you being able to tell yourself, excuse me, um, this is where my money comes from and this is where my money goes to. Right? And then as individuals, we have goals. Right? You have goals, you have life plans, you have the kind of lifestyle that you want to live. Right? A lot of people talk about how oh, I want to be a millionaire, I want to be a billionaire, I want to have a lot of money. And then I'm like, okay, cool, what are you going to do with it? And then he's like, uh, I'll spend it, I'll chill. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't, you're not ready. <laughs> you're not ready. You don't necessarily know exactly what you want to do with money yet. So, so that, that just goes to say that making more money is not exactly your problem, right? Your problem is in tracking what you already have right so it's just it's just it's just something that a lot of people should take into consideration like it's part of the laws of the universe and the laws of life like how are you going to be able to how are you going to be grateful for what you have today and want more and actually get that more if you can't tell me exactly what you have today right so what is one way they can track this money Okay, so or track their money. Okay, so you could do it differently, right? You could. I have a lot of people tell me how they don't like tech, right? Then there are applications. Yeah. There's this app, Reach app, R E A C H. Reach app is amazing, but then it only works on Android, right? With Reach app, you could create a budget. You could um, say, this is where this is this is how much money I earned. This is how much I'm spending. You could just use your, you could just use the application to do it on a daily basis. Um, for iOS or other Android users that want don't want to use Reach app, you could use um. There's this app, My Expense Tracker. Personally, okay. I don't okay. use I don't use an Android phone, else I would have been using Reach app. Um, but then I use spreadsheets, right? I use spreadsheets because I work with spreadsheets a lot, so I just use spreadsheets. However, another thing that you could do is you could just use your notes app, right? Just use your notes app and write out, okay, this is what I spent today, this is what I spent today, this is what I spent today. And then on a weekly basis, you put it together and then put it in categories, right? So if you, if you bought airtime data, you put that in a category called airtime data. If it was bills, you bought lights, gas, stuff like that, you put it in a category called bills, right so if if it was let's see what else if it was rent so rent is something that's being paid annually here in nigeria so basically what you should be able to do is be able to say okay i spend a million naira on rent so divide it by 12 so that you're saving money on a monthly basis for your rent instead of being confused as to where to get money from once the time comes so that's it Okay, that's that's actually amazing. I think people really need to 
learn how to track their money starting with me <laughs> I, really, I really need to learn how to track my money because once i do my budgeting i don't always go back to cross check if i actually spent it exactly the way i said i was going to spend it okay but um moving forward um i'll love you to state the difference between bookkeeping accounting and financial analysis um as regards people that have small businesses so for startups the differences okay. and how they can apply it okay okay so for a startup if you're just starting from scratch uh bookkeep- bookkeeping is something that you should have already been doing with your personal life right with your personal finances okay so it's basically what i've just described recording your expenses however you feel comfortable with now accounting is taking it a step further accounting is being able to use the information that you've tracked to create standard financial reports right so at that point that's why you need an accountant because now you're you're your business so you're going to have to pay taxes right and then if you're going to have to pay taxes then the only way the government knows what to charge you for taxes is with your financial records and then there's a standard way the financial records are being made right now so from your accounting records which is the standard financial records then goes financial analysis so financial analysis is just the process of reviewing those records and being able to say okay now based on the information that i'm seeing here it means I should spend more in marketing. Let me give you an example. For instance, you do your bookkeeping, huh? and then you earn a hundred thousand naira, and then you spend twenty thousand naira in marketing, thirty thousand in branding, fifteen professional services. So let's just say you have about twenty thousand naira in profit, right? Now, yeah, what that's your bookkeeping. In accounting, what would happen is put it in form of an actual profit or loss statement and then record your assets and then record the movement of your cash with financial analysis then you make decisions you say okay i spent twenty thousand there in marketing and it helped me get 10 clients my goal is to double my clients so you do your research and you find out that okay to actually get 20 clients now i need to spend 20,000 there in marketing, right? So that's what financial analysis helps you to do. It helps you to direct where your money should go to. It helps you to ask the right questions. So you realize that you spent, let's say, for instance, you realize that you spent 20,000 there in marketing, but uh, you didn't get the result that you expected, right? So now who do you ask a question to? You ask whoever is in charge of your marketing. And if you're a one-man business, obviously, you ask yourself, right? So what happened? What happened happened that you didn't get your desired result? And then what do you have to do to get your desired result? So that's what financial analysis helps you to do. Tells you um, how to make decisions, right, around your money. Okay, um, so um, do startup entrepreneurs 
at what point should they get accountants? Because obviously, if your business is not making money, then it's really not a mm-hmm. business. So at what point should they get accountants? And probably, let me say for somebody that just started last month or you've not started making enough profit, are there applications that can simplify this whole accounting process oh, yes. for them? So they'll be able to keep financial records. Okay, yes, absolutely. So um, for people who are just starting from scratch, I typically tell you um, don't start spending a lot of money when you're not making anything, right? If you're spending money, you're spending money in education, right? Educating yourself about this Mm. thing. So usually, well, depending on the skill at which you're going to start, right? If you're actually going to start as a small business small business i would typically tell you don't spend a lot of money on applications or external services because you want to be able to understand exactly what's going on right so once you start gaining traction you've validated your business now the whole idea of validating your business is you had an idea you've gone into the market you've started um talking to people about your product and it's actually getting sales like organically you're getting sales people are reaching out to you through word of mouth marketing once you've gained that kind of traction then you need an accountant because as a registered business you're going to have to pay your taxes so you get an accountant to help you to help you figure out exactly what you're supposed to pay in taxes. However, this is also information that you can learn for yourself. So it depends, it really depends on you, the business owner. Are you willing to learn a million and one things as you're just starting out or are you just trying to outsource every single thing? The problem with outsourcing every single thing at the beginning is people just hand you information that you don't understand and you don't know what to do with. That's a problem. So once mm-hmm. you outsource you, the entirety of your accounting, you get your standard financial reports, yes. You pay taxes, right? Yes. But then it's like, what are you doing with the information? How do you know how they came about with mm-hmm. it? Do you even know? You wouldn't even know if people are cheating you. Do you understand? You wouldn't be able to understand or interpret yeah. the record. So that's, so that's the thing with outsourcing when you're just starting but when you've gained traction and you've gotten a level of sales let's say um you're now making sales you're making hundreds of thousands or or thereabouts yeah you're making let's just say you're making hundreds of thousands then you get a professional just to help you figure it all out now um there are a couple of applications uh you could use sage you could use quickbooks you could use Paystack. Okay. Paystack is actually a Nigerian accounting software. Now, so okay. so let me just drill down a little bit on how to decide what a type of accounting software that you want to use. So for small businesses, right, for startups or entrepreneurs who are starting small or solopreneurs also, the way to choose okay. the accounting app that you're going to use is is based on the features, right? So you want an app that's okay. not complicated. You want an app that you could easily maneuver, right? And you want an app yeah. that gives you at least 
a profit or loss statement because that's what you're mostly going to use to make your decisions. However, if you are product-based, if you're a product-based business, then it means you have inventory. So inventory is basically like you just buying a lot of your products and then keeping it somewhere and trying to sell. So if you have inventory, it means you have an asset and it means you need that app on a more constant basis compared to someone who is service-based. So if that's the case for you, then you need to make sure that whatever application you're choosing actually tracks inventory. Now, there's a free accounting software that a lot of small businesses or startups use, which is Wave, which is awesome. But Wave is best for service-based businesses or online businesses that don't have to do with products, that don't have to do with physical products. Right. So if you're a coach or if you're a teacher or a tutor or if you do online courses, then Wave is best for you. However, if you have inventory, then you probably want to look into QuickBooks or Sage or Paystack. Oh, okay, that's amazing. Thanks so much. Um, No, not Paystack. Paystack is a payment platform. Accountia. Accountia was what I meant. Accountia is a Nigerian accounting software. Oh, okay. 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 No problem. Okay. Please. I'd like you to talk about budgeting for small businesses because I was, re- I recently had a conversation with my friend and he told me, um, he was telling me about budgeting. His friend spoke to him and told him a lot mm-hmm. about budgeting. And he's like, well, I never saw it from that perspective. And I'm sure a lot of small business owners don't even mm-hmm. budget. So they just let when money comes in, they just say, Oh, so we have money now. Let's just put this mm-hmm. into marketing. So they don't have like a budget at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year and they don't know how to check their budget mm-hmm. at the end of the year. So please, I would like you to talk early to okay. budgeting. So um, what, what, what I typically would like to say, right, is in your, look at it, in your personal life, aside from money, because money is something that a lot of people don't necessarily manage. But then let's think about it in this way. If you were... If you're a student and you're going to write an exam, are you going to wake up on the exam day and go and write the exam? No. Read. <laughs> like, even stubborn students who, you know, even those of us who would wait till it's close to the exam date to actually read. Like, we waited till it's close to the exam date. Exactly. Time to work out. There was still time to prepare. We didn't just wake up in the morning yeah. and say, mm. We're going to write the exam. No, no one does that. You don't Let's do go. that. So it's the same kind of thing that you're supposed same kind of mentality that you're supposed to put in when it comes to managing your finances, right? So don't wake up one day and mm-hmm. then money just comes to you and then you just spend it. Like I have a lot of people just tell me how, oh well, life is hard or things are hard. So we just have to spend the money. I'm like, yes, I understand. But the thing is, in the moment, there's emotions attached to the decision you're going to make right there in that moment. So you want to have a budget just so that you're not going to be swayed by emotions, right? So you see small business owners that have employees, for instance. And then, and then, okay. and then one of them just comes and says, ah, my mother died. I have to go to the village. Oh, my mother is sick. We have to buy drugs. And then it's like, okay, 
you're going to take out money from your business so not even your personal life and then you're going to give it so in that case it's emotional right it seems like it's such an emergency yeah. it seems like it's such a big deal and so in that you're not going to think twice well unless you have an evil heart but then on a regular day most people are not going to think twice about it like even if the person's lying to you because it's like it's so serious someone's mother is ill right so you just have to spend that mm-hmm. money in that moment you're going to spend the money but what your budget helps you to do is outside of all of the emotions right you get to choose and decide yeah. what is emergency and then you dedicate 20% or 10% of your income to your emergency fund, right? Outside of yeah. emotions, you're going to think, okay, what exactly is my goal? For a software company, there, uh, most times the goal is really to get users, to get number of users. So I want to get 100 people using my software. What exactly do I need to spend on, Right? So these are the kinds yeah. of questions that you ask yourself and then you use to create your budget. So you say, I want to get 100 users and based off of research that I've done, I need to spend 100,000 naira in marketing or 50,000 naira in ads or something like that, right? And then, and then you say okay. to yourself, okay, this is how much I have or this is how much I'm going to earn. Or this is how much I expect to earn, right? So let's say you expect to earn 500,000 naira and you've dedicated 100,000 naira to, that, to uh, marketing or ads. So that's 20% of your income. So what else are you going to do with the rest of the money, right? So that's how you start deciding, okay, uh, emergency fund, 10%. Uh, okay, I want to save some money that I'll use to retain in the business. Okay, let's make that 20%. Um, okay, there are fixed costs that we have to pay for, like rent and machinery and stuff like that. Okay, so let's dedicate 30% of our income to that. That's how you create your budget. And then on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis, however it best suits you, I, I'll usually tell you to try and do it as early as possible, like weekly or daily if you can, because you're not going to sit down one day and then start thinking of how you spent 50,000 euro that you withdrew for the bank. You wouldn't remember, especially if it's cash. You wouldn't remember, True. right? So try and do it while you're spending. Just use your notes app. Like, it's that simple. Just use your notes app. And then on a monthly basis or a weekly basis, you put, it, you put all of your expenses together into headings. Now, once, let's say you're going to review your budget on a monthly basis, Right? You're going to put together all of your expenses okay. and then you're going to compare it to your budget. So you don't, especially when you're, when you're just starting, you're most likely not going to follow up with your budget. And that is normal and that is fine, right? It's really about the discipline okay. of it as opposed to the action of mm. it, right? So it's really about you saying, yeah. okay, I'm committed to this. I'm committed to tracking my finances. I'm committed to knowing what I do with my money just so that I make sure that I'm spending my money on what is actually important to me as opposed to things that are just coming up during the day that seem so important but then aren't important. So that's the point of 
oh. having a budget and then doing that whole comparison to know where your money goes. Okay. Um so um is that a required percentage or what percentage of income would you recommend people save or keep for investments? Okay, for investments, well, hmm, it depends, right? <laughs> there's no there's no one size fits all. Yeah. Right. But you know like I'm a Christian, so I I like to use the whole concept of tight and then I say, okay, so the list that you're going to do is 10%. Like, try and make that your list, right? Try and make that your list, okay. 10%. You're going to type 10%. So try and save 10%. Try and dedicate 10% to investment. However, when you're starting a small okay. business, I feel like you need most of your money going back into your business so that you can grow. So... In your personal mm. life, right? In your personal life, I would suggest do 10%. Save 10%. Invest 10%. It doesn't have to be something big. You just put 10% of your income in a money market fund or something like that. And But then in your business, if you can, if you can discipline yourself so much, <laughs> right? You need to put back at least 90% of the yeah. money that you earn back into your business because that's the only way you're going to grow. Right, so you're not just going to wake up and grow. Oh. It's like it's a consistent thing. It's a daily thing. It's a daily impute, and it's so weird how you have to keep saying this because it's like everything good does not happen in a day, right? So why are you expecting this to happen True. in a day? It can't. It's something that you keep putting in little and little and little drops, and then it gets that exponential growth. Okay, um, so you released your ebook, your free ebook, yeah. um, this year. So, how can people have access okay. to the ebook? So, um, the ebook is on my Instagram page. My Instagram page is at Zeka Finance. So, just go to Zeka Finance on IG and go to the link in my bio. You'd see free ebook, like it's just there, just click it. I'm also starting a free WhatsApp group which is limited because I want to work with people on a more personal basis to form some kind of accountability for their finances, which I'll be starting that in July. So it's the same link in the bio. If you get the free ebook, you'll redirect you to that page if you're interested. So the ebook is on the basics of business finance, basically everything that we've spoken about today. Right, so that, yes. yes yeah, exactly. it's in the ebook. And then it has... I put together these prompts, this action plan, so that for every chapter that you read, there are questions that you could ask yourself so that you'd start knowing exactly what you want to do with your money and, you know, your whole plan, what your life is about and what, where you want most of your money to go to. Okay, so um, there are a lot of people listening that would love to ask you questions either one-on-one <laughs> or about their business. So how okay, can so... we reach you? So I'm always on the ground. <laughs> Not literally 24 hours. And <laughs> definitely if you message me there, you can be very sure that I'll respond. And then you could also reach me. Okay, so yes, we can send, send me a DM. DM. Send me a DM on Instagram. And if you join the WhatsApp group, you could also send me a message through WhatsApp. Yes. Okay. Okay, so that's Thank fine. You Thanks so, so much, much for having me today. today.
I'm sure but after this conversation and yeah. application, very important. <laughs> My finances is skyrocket. I'm going to follow up with you and make sure you're actually implementing. <laughs> Very important, and I'll love to. Okay, yes, is the WhatsApp group open yes, now? The WhatsApp group to join in all your for you to your join. So just join. I'm just saying that it's officially starting on July. So when you join now in two days oh, okay. or three days, I would open it up for questions. But even before I open it up for questions, you can message me directly if you have any questions for me. Okay, that that's very amazing. Thank Thanks so much for, for being here. Me. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I hope you learned something amazing today. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Diliani and my website www.dilian.com. And remember, there's a drop of greatness inside you. Mm-hmm.